of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Well, hello, America, and welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted to be with you, wrapping up another busy week here uh, behind the microphone as we bring you every single day common sense conservative values. You know, it's so it's so basic to us. It just feels so common sense, so natural, so innate as we look around and see truly the purposeful destruction of these United States. And I've got exciting news, though, for you today. Because I believe that it's not just conservatives, it's not just people who are usually quiet and, and kind of chill to themselves, who are rising up and pushing back. We're beginning to see what I believe is a chiseling of this indignance on the left as, as Democrats are coming out of their slumber. And they're realizing this is not what I wanted. This is, this is not what I thought I was getting. This is not what I was told. And I don't like this anymore. I just don't. And we're in this really weird, uncomfortable contraction right now where I believe a lot of people out there They're angry. I believe they're angry that they were duped. They're angry that they were sold something that's a lie. They're angry that every idiot put in charge is purposefully destroying part of our American way of life. And I believe we're in this anger zone before people can get out of it, like the phases of grief. You've got to make it through this to get out of the other side, and they need somebody to be angry at. They need somebody to hate. That somebody might be you. It might be me. It might be Donald Trump. But ultimately, there is that emergence at the end of the tunnel. Look, you're either going to get hit by the train or you're going to come out the other side and realize, what the hell have I been through? I believe that's where we are we got some stories to suggest that to you today. Great show on, da- on tap. If you're new to the program, hey, follow along, Wendy Bell Radio Network app. We live stream the whole daggone thing. We also have a podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. It's nice to listen to when you can carve out some time away to get some facts, right? And of course, as always, standard operating, we have one very important matter of business. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. I have a college graduate at home. He's 23, my son Michael. 
He's one of the funniest, best communicators I've ever met. Michael has this way of taking a complex issue and instantaneously turning it into an analogy that anybody around him could understand. It is a true gift. It is a knack. And Michael's trying to figure out where he's going to use this. What is he going to do in this chapter of life that means he's now a grown-up? And how is he going to do this on his own? How is he going to move out of our house and get an apartment that's overpriced for a piece of crap? How's he going to furnish that? How's he going to find a job that makes him feel like he's doing something meaningful and not just watching a clock, clocking in, being indoctrinated by a staff that is all about social justice and browbeating people about pronouns and other nonsense, microaggressions, instead of focusing on doing something that's extraordinary and doing it better than everybody else out there and beating the crap out of them. Isn't that the core essence of what business used to be? It used to be like that. It's not like that anymore. And I'm going to blame women. Look, this is going to be a very unpopular segment for some of you. And I don't care because it's a fact. I'm going to say this right now. America is being ruined by a lot of toxic women and effeminate men. And I'm not talking about gay men. I'm talking about men who have been emasculated. Men who have lost something of themselves along this journey. Who have obeyed this ridiculous woke monster that, by the way, is pushed primarily by weak, insecure women. Weak, insecure women who want to pretend that they're strong and in charge. But really, if you were to peel back all of the social crap that they've got that they're pushing, and you were to ask them who they are, what makes them vulnerable? What makes them happy? What do they dream about? They'd look at you like you were a four-headed monster because they don't know. These women have ruined everything. They've wussified our entire society. Now in America, ladies and gentlemen, being masculine is a microaggression. And so what do people like my son, Michael, and his next youngest brother, Jack, who's 21, soon to be graduating from, from college as well, what are these people to do? You want to go out? You want to date in this world of, of female crazy? Are you out of your mind? Where everybody's an activist. What happened? What happened to you ladies out there? And by the way, if you're a woman and this doesn't define you, please don't be outraged because if you are, then that means you're a liberal. And then I'm going to say that you're part of the problem. You know, when men are in charge, things just go smoother. Men get to the bottom of issues. They don't worry about nuance and feelings and, oh, do they misinterpret what I was saying? They say what needs to be said. If there's a problem with communication, they figure it out. If they can't figure it out, maybe they punch each other and then they go have a beer. Issue over. Now we're dragging through more women than men are in college. Fantastic. Kiss higher education goodbye. More women than men are entering the workforce and climbing up the ladder and being put into positions whether they deserve to be there or not, because there's quotas to fill, and, and fudging up everything by entering all these stupid woke policies into our, into our companies, into our, into our value system. And yet these are the same weak women who won't stand up and say the truth when it comes to getting dudes out of the pool, out of our locker rooms, out of our bathrooms. These are the same women who are pretending that men can give birth. I mean, look in the mirror. What happened to you people? What happened to you? No wonder my kids don't want to meet women. 
No wonder. What are you going to benefit from? You want to find love? You want to find a best friend? You want to find that person? Not that you just love, but the person you can't stand to be without? Good luck. Good luck today. Good luck. And so how are these kids ever going to leave our homes? How are they ever going to go out and do things on their own? This is the whole point, of course, of the destruction, the steady destruction of America. Make everything unaffordable. Make everything out of reach. Take that American dream, put it through the shredder, and then stomp it into the ground. And while you're at it, you might as well light the American flag on fire. Yeah, ladies, I blame an awful lot of this nonsense on women. You know, by the way, any guy out there, when your wife gets dressed up and you guys go out, you think she's getting dressed for you? She's not. She's dressing for other women. It's crazy. There's this weird emotional chasm going on. Everything about this, so emotional, all about emotion. Oh, we got to make things equitable. Oh, it's fair. No, you know what we're about? We're about right and wrong. Period. What is good for America? What is bad for America? Who's a good leader? Who's a poor leader? Issue over. We don't need grades and colors of nuance. We don't need to have diversity training and we don't need to be browbeaten with computer modules that tell us that if we were born white, we're racist. What the hell? Now, I'm feisty today. And I should be. Because by golly, I made a vow to my husband and to my God, however many kids that that I was going to get. I was going to do it to the best of my ability. And when I found out that all five of my sons, I was going to have five sons, I had a commitment with everybody else out there. I will give to this planet five of the finest young men I know how patterned after their father and their grandfathers. What are you giving us in return? Activists, emotions. This is the stagnation of America. This is American mediocrity where we don't reward the best, where we don't seek the finest candidate. We check boxes and then we wonder, why is it that America sucks now? We've made America weak. And yes, I blame an awful lot of this on women. It used to be noble. And I dare say it is the most noble thing a woman can do. To stay home and raise her family. To be the central nervous system of an entire family unit. To be the one who manages all the emotions. To be the glue that holds every personality together. What a treasure. What a gift. What an awesome, awesome challenge. And now we have women going every, every which way. No, you could, be a, you could be a CEO. You can break the glass ceiling. Sure, your home life is going to crumble. Sure, it's going to be a disaster for you and it's going to leave you feeling uncomfortable and miserable all the time. This is where we are. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got some issues in this country. I dare say the lion's share of what this administration is pushing on us isn't even close. It's not about climate change. It's not about race. It's not about any of this. It's basic, basic goodness. Be a good person. And women, my sons would love to find you 
good quality you. I'm holding my breath. Quick time out. More on the Wendy Bell Radio program right after this. You know what? If a young man opens the door for a young woman who hisses at him and is angry that he displayed respect and chivalry, that he was a gentleman. How, where do you go with that, ladies and gentlemen, this world? Where do you go? Where does the family unit ultimately go? You know what you're going to have? We're going to have a huge population decline. I'm going to say this right now. One, the vaccine is going to wreak havoc. It already has. We, we have no idea what's happening to the, dige- to the um, excuse me, reproductive system of these young women. The, these kids. And now they're trying to push this stuff off on six-month-old. Come on. Right. We have no idea what the longitudinal effect is going to be. I'm going to go roll the dice and I'm going to say it's not going to be good. You also have a very interesting slice of the female persuasion, liberal female persuasion, who who believe that, oh, I'm overpopulating the world if I do anything. I have to have some some show of do-goodery to to show everybody else I'm such a good person. So I'm going to take one for the team. This is a good thing. Do not populate. We conservatives will, will populate. All of you out there, okay, my, my sons, I hope all of them have five kids too. Let's go. I, I, want, I want to bring back that big family unit. I want to bring back and keep going the family Sunday dinner that we've been doing at my mother-in-law and father-in-law's house for 25 years. 19 of us started with six, now 19. Do you know how joyful that is? This is what we should celebrate. Not the fissuring and the fracturing and the differences. Not pitting us versus them. You're not vaccinated. Well, you can't come over. You want to come over for Thanksgiving? Make sure you take this COVID test in the garage first. This was all on purpose. Pit us versus them. Destruction of all things that are just basic. That are the building blocks of success in this country. And the whittling away of that. The carving out of God from anything. It was such a joy the other day to be at my son's Catholic high school honors convocation, celebrating the highest honors students in the, in the three grades, not the freshmen of this year, but sophomores, juniors, and seniors. It's a Catholic school. Yes, there is a priest there. Yes, there is a prayer. Yes, you're under the bubble of the Holy Spirit the whole time. Yes. And by golly, it is where growth and achievement and boys grow into men, where they grow into the idea of service, where they grow into what Deion Sanders said on 60 Minutes. We don't want to raise boys who become baby daddies. We want to raise men who become responsible and loving fathers. Look, when you're working to create that, when you're leading by example in your home every single day and every message coming at your kid is to get in your way, you tap out. No more. Stay the hell away from my children. This is a very interesting time in in society, my friends. And and I do believe there will be that, that time of reckoning when this young population of, of liberal women activist jerks matures, maybe it's the biological clock that will tick. As they, as they look at the years of the calendar, as they, the pages turn, and they'll realize how much time they wasted being angry and fighting 
a perceived enemy when all along they were played. This is the most equitable, fair, fantastic place on planet Earth. This is the land where you can be whatever you want to be and you don't need somebody's help to get there. And look at what they're trying to say to us. This isn't special. It's not worth fighting for. It's racist. Everybody hates each other. And we need your kids indoctrinated so we have the next line of defense and clone troopers. No. No. It's called exceptionalism for a reason. And we show our kids every single day by the things that we do. You know, I was driving by a lot yesterday on my way to the post office. And there was a guy on a riding mower cutting the grass. But because he didn't take the 10 minutes before he started cutting the grass to pick up the trash in the lot on top of the grass, as his mower rolled over said garbage, it chewed it up into a thousand pieces and spewed garbage all over the place. That is called American mediocrity. That is called laziness on high. That is called, I don't care. I don't care about doing the best job. I don't care about being the best person. I don't care about educating myself and opening up doors and expanding my horizons. I don't care about finding somebody who I want to be with for the rest of my life. I just don't care anymore. This is what they want. Don't worry about that garbage. Just throw it out. Somebody else will pick it up. Unless you live in my city and it just accumulates for years along with the carcasses of dead deer on the side of the highway. This is all by design. And yes, I know I can only con control my particular footprint. But each of these young ladies out there who's angry, even though she's never worked, never traveled, doesn't really know, it's up to parents to slap some sense into that and say, no, 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 not a chance. It's time to undo what has been done. And that starts at home. That starts at home. Look, there is news today of Democrats waking up and the pushback and honest reporting about things that we need to discuss. I've got four big stories right after the break. Among them, Bob Menendez from New Jersey. What, taking gold bars is bribes? You can't make it up, ladies and gentlemen. But the Associated Press is reporting on it. What? It's happening next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, I don't like joining you anytime being angry, but I'm tired. I'm fed up. I live in a Democrat swamp. I live in a cesspool of activism with neighbors who think that putting a sign in their yard that says science is real makes me think that they're good people. Well, you know what? Science has been perverted. Science has been corrupted. You, you guys believe the science anymore? Also on that sign says love is love. Oh, it's so do-goodery of you. You hacks. 
At some point, you open up your checking account and you say, holy cow, honey, we don't have a lot of money left. Oh my gosh, we can't do the things we used to do. Uh, Oh my Lord, we can't save for our 401k and our kids. You know, we want them to be able to go to college maybe, but there's not enough money to save for that. That might be, it might be our first generation in our family in a while that isn't able to go and afford college. Why? Because of Democrats. But beyond that, because of useless Republicans who've been bought and paid for, who occupy positions in Congress, who never move the needle, who never stand up, who never lead, who never think outside the box. Why is it that we have this homeless population, right? By design, by design. Why work? We gave you cash during the COVID. You guys want the gravy train forever. Fantastic. Why work? Let's just make government bigger. That's the plan, of course. Why doesn't anybody in any of these blue cities that's crumbling? Do you see Portland? Police chief walked off the job. Done. I'm not doing it anymore. It's not worth it to me. It's not worth it to be a police officer in this country anymore. Be crapped on by a, a, a society that doesn't appreciate what you do. Where the rules have been changed because George Soros has infected the DAs in every, in every big city, Right. And now criminals can walk free and the law-abiding citizens have their guns taken from them and are trampled and overtaxed and lied to every day? Why is there nobody out there who can think outside the box? What do we have? Well, we've got homeless people. What could homeless people do in our society if they actually wanted not to be homeless? Let's, let's just imagine for a minute that there's a percentage of homeless people that really don't want to be homeless. Let's just say for argument's sake, it's half. Well, in California, that's 25,000 individuals on a daily basis that could be hired, that could be hired to go pick up garbage, that could be hired to do one of anything that would make things better. But it's all about making things worse. This is the plan. But like I said in the block previous to this, in the segment previous to this, there are some glimmers of pushback. Poll. Trump and Biden statistically tied in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say that's significant. Fine. But this is the part of the poll that is exciting. Democrat Senator Casey is vulnerable. This is exciting to me as a Pennsylvanian. The guy whose entire political career should be sponsored by my pillow because he is a walking sleep fest. Who's done nothing for Pennsylvania, who's moved no needle at any point in his political career. Time to move along, hacky. Pack your bags, Bob. And you know what? This particular poll shows that Bob Casey is vulnerable by two points with a yet to be determined Republican challenger. Doesn't even matter who it is. It could be Kermit the freaking frog. And enough people think that that Kermit would be better than Bob Casey. That's exciting to me. How about how about this? This is this is a poll. It's on Breitbart.com. This is a national public affairs poll out of the gates. I'm going to tell you, this is not a big sample size. It's like 680 people. This is not at any point statistically significant. Just going to tell you if we're going to look at it as just trends. Let's see. 45% of likely voters back Trump, 47 say Biden. Okay, whatever, in Pennsylvania. That's fine. But this is the thing that's interesting. Notably, 
Donald Trump currently overperforms among middle-aged men, plus 35. When asked, do you like Trump? Do you like Biden? Middle-aged men, plus 35, want Donald Trump. What is it that men seem to see? That emotional liberal activist women don't seem to see? Dollars and cents. Facts over feelings. Period. That's why I like men. Who else is is going with Trump? Voters without a college degree. Plus 24. Plus 24? That's huge. What is it about non-college indoctrinated... I have college indoctrinated sons, at least educated. Thank God not indoctrinated. What is it about those who go after high school and have to work that has them understanding the benefit of the policies of Donald Trump versus the emotional insanity that's bankrupting America under Joe Biden? What is that? And that's impressive to me. How about this? You know who else are going for Donald Trump? This absolutely floors me. Those who live in the Pittsburgh media market by 32. Pittsburgh, this is my city. Every day I watch my city fall apart. I watch the homeless encampments grow. The filth on the highway. Three of the deer still decomposing to the side of the road. How hard is it to pick up a damn deer? How hard is it to pick up the garbage? Well, it's been about 10 years, pretty damn hard. And according to this poll, by 24 points, Pittsburgh is favoring Donald Trump. What? Shut up. Yes. How about this? Independence. Where do independents fall on the reality spectrum? Life sucks. It's all filled with woke garbage. It's packed with inflation and now almost $4 gas where I am. All over 6 bucks in California where my son Jack's at school, right? What do I want more? That or I want energy independence. I want realistic stuff. There are two genders. We believe in God. Uh, you know what? If you're a Catholic and you go to church, we don't consider you a domestic terrorist. We believe in your right to, to bear arms. And your First Amendment right to say what you wish. I don't know. Which of those sounds better to you, Independence? By nine, Donald Trump. So where's, where's Biden knocking it out of the park in Pennsylvania? You can, of course, this is my home state. So this is, this is resonating with me today. But imagine where it is where you live. Who's going for Biden? What do you think? Women. Women. Wake up. College-educated liberal women scourge the ruination of this country. Plus 25 for Joe Biden. Fantastic. College graduates, plus 27, Joe Biden. It's like the more educated you are, the dumber you become. The less rooted in reality you are. College graduates choose Biden by 27. Those who live in the Philadelphia market by 18. Some places won't be saved, friends, and younger voters by seven. So we have middle-aged men, voters without a college degree, people who live in the Pittsburgh media market, shocking and independence, going for Donald Trump. Meanwhile, people in Philadelphia, how's Philadelphia working for you guys, by the way? All you fine folks in Philly, 
whether you're Democrat or Republican, do you like what's happened to your city? It's an absolute hellscape. Zombies walking around. If they're if the ones that are actually mobile, that's a bonus. You drive down the street, how many are just frozen in time? Whacked out on whatever the hell they're whacked out on. Open air drug use. Yeah, whatever. Urinating on the ground. Human feces on the ground. Tent city all over the place. But the answer there, eh, don't carry your gun anywhere near our city parks. That's going to move the needle. This is a drug-free zone, says this sign. That's going to move the needle. Allowing criminals to get away with literal murder. Fantastic. In Philadelphia, by 20-odd percent or 18 percent, likes Joe Biden, you get what you vote for. At some point, we all have a decision to make. This community no longer represents my values. I refuse to stay here and watch Democrats, liberal women primarily, ruin everything. Because, you know, in a liberal family, a liberal woman wears the pants. Her emasculated husband, right, if married, knows not to open his mouth or else suffer the wrath of social justice. This is where we are. However, I'm excited by that poll. Wanted to share that with you. How about Bob Menendez? You know, can can you think of anything more in your face disgusting? New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez, Democrat. I don't care if he was a Republican. He'd be a dirtbag either way. Taking bribes, allegedly. $400,000 worth. To get some guy who, who faced 10 years in prison, a slap on the wrist for whatever the hell he was doing. Specifics don't even matter. I don't care. Right? That you can buy a United States senator is not a surprise because we have a a quote unquote president who is owned by China. Right? Are we surprised by this? $400,000 in gold bars. And you know what's amazing about this story? The Associated Press is reporting on it. That's wild. Why on earth would the AP have a random act of journalism? Isn't that unusual to you guys? They're also actually talking about this election interference in the mayor's race in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Democrats blowing the whistle on other Democrats. Because you know what? When Democrats stuff ballot boxes, it's not okay if it's for a Republican or a Democrat or against a Republican or a Democrat. It's called breaking the law. And now people are waking up a little bit about this. Wait, what? You mean to tell me that our elections are not safe or secure? Maybe, maybe by the end of the weekend, these same people will realize that they were conned by COVID. There's hope. And then there's this stupid Fetterman dress code. Really? We're going to allow John Fetterman, who's brain dead, who was a zero to begin with, who was groomed, From the very beginning, because he's an abject zero. Groomed to be a vote. That's all you are. You're a Democrat vote. We don't care about your ideas because you can't enunciate them. Right? Sorry. You didn't pay attention to your health. You had a series of strokes. You have a serious heart condition. You're not well. You ought to be on disability. But now we're going to fall over ourselves and say you can wear freaking gym shorts and a hoodie on the Senate floor? 
Joe Manchin pushing back. I'm going to tell you about that. Oh, Democrat pushing back. Are you guys seeing it? Are you feeling it? Democrats don't want crazy any more than we do. We're going to go there next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. You hear how frustrated I am. I know you're frustrated too, but we're not the only ones. And I'm excited about little things. How about this? Steve Harvey writes this. You've been on vacation for two weeks. You come home and your basement is infested with raccoons. Hundreds of rabid, messy, mean raccoons. They've taken your basement over. You want them gone immediately. You call the city and four different exterminators. Nobody, though, can handle the job. But there is this one guy, and he guarantees to get rid of them. And so you hire him. You don't care if the guy swears. You don't care how many times he's been married. You don't care if he has a plumber's crack. You simply want those raccoons gone. You want the problem fixed. He's the guy. He's the best. Steve Harvey writes this. Here's why we want Trump. Yes, he's a bit of a jerk. Yes, he's an egomaniac, but we don't care. The country is a mess because politicians suck. The Republicans and Democrats can be two-faced and gutless. And illegals are everywhere. We want it all fixed. We don't care that Trump is crude. We don't care that he insults people. We don't care that he's been married three times. We don't care that he fights with Megyn Kelly and Rosie O'Donnell. We don't care that he doesn't know the name of some Muslim terrorist. This country became weak and bankrupt. Our enemies were making fun of us. We're being invaded by these illegals. We're becoming a nation of victims where every Tom, Ricardo and Hasid is a special group with special rights to a point where we don't even recognize the country where we were born. And we just want it fixed. And Trump is the only guy who seems to understand what the people want. We're sick of politicians. We're sick of the Democratic Party. We're sick of the Republican Party. And we're sick of illegals. We just want this thing fixed. Trump might not be a saint, but we didn't vote for a pope. We voted for a man who doesn't have lobbyist money holding him back. A man who doesn't have political correctness restraining him. We all know that he's been very successful. He's a good negotiator. He's built a lot of things. He's also not a politician. Not a cowardly politician. And he says he'll fix it. And we believe him. Because he's too much of an egoist to be proven wrong or looked at and called a liar. Also, we don't care if the guy has bad hair. We just want those raccoons gone out of our house now. Period. And then he ends with this. You are welcome to copy, paste, share this. Thousands of people who haven't voted in 25 years seem to be getting involved. And the more people get this message, the more that they will understand why Trump was elected. The raccoons have got to go. Can I say that surprised me that he said that? Because a lot of the people that watch him watch The View. But I'm glad he said the view. Give me one hour with the view. 
Give me one. I dare them. I will go toe-to-toe with any one of those liberal women. Those liberal, woke, vacuous, empty, weak, insecure women. You know what men like? I'm going to tell you. I live with six of them. Men don't care about a woman's hair. They don't care about her stupid eyelashes. They don't care if she's got an hourglass figure. They don't care if she's got a 26-inch waist or a butt that can be squeezed. They don't care. They want a strong, independent, funny, healthy, positive person. They want someone they can laugh with. They want someone they can wake up with every day who they enjoy who makes living this strange, weird life more delicious. They don't want perfection. They want honest. They want confident. They want secure. It's that simple. It's not complicated. And these women are running around trying to, trying to tell us what the problem is with this world. It's never them, of course. It's always something about you that you must fix. Some hoop you've got to go through. Some new module you've got to click through at work on the computer to prove what a good soldier you are. Screw it all! Screw it all. Until this world gets fixed, which means we're going to have to fix it, why would our kids go out and work for these stupid companies and pretend that they're down with this madness and pay exorbitant prices. No, it's time for the family unit to regroup. It's time for them to come home. Let's regroup. Let's plan this out. Let's get the game faces on. Let's go back and let's take America back. And that means getting our children to be soldiers alongside with us. The men and the women. And for those who've been indoctrinated, there is a way to get descrambled. Come home. See what we're fighting for. Because it's for you. You want to know the madness that's going on out there? We're going to take you to the border. Live with Wendy Bell Radio Network correspondent Oscar Blue in Tijuana, Mexico, I believe, after traveling yet again to the Darien Gap. You want to know what a crisis is by design? You'll get the facts next. Next.